Hello everyone, my name is Latasha and this is Mama Who, a podcast where we just talk about everything that has to do with mom life. Today we are going to talk about how the title, Stay-at-Home Mom, is misleading. I say this because I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have two kids and I'm currently pregnant. I have a three-year-old, a two-year-old, both little girls, and I am currently pregnant. And... I just would like to say that it's really difficult being a stay-at-home mom. I remember before me and my husband got married, when we were just friends and we were talking, and he being like, I want my wife to stay at home. And I looked at him like he was crazy. I was like, no one wants to stay at home with the kids and watch and just be like, and just do that. It sounds so boring. But little did I know that a few months later, he would propose and we would end up married and I would end up living the life of a stay-at-home mom, which turned out to be very rewarding and great. I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. So let's talk about the misconceptions of being a stay-at-home mom. One, many people, when you say, hey, I'm a stay-at-home mom. They look at you like you're crazy because they think you just sit at home and order things on the internet all day or just do nothing when they don't realize that being a stay-at-home mom entails making sure the house is clean, making sure dinner is cooked, making sure kids are fed and their education is up to par um and so many other things we manage the finances in the house we manage the house we make sure that appointments get done and so much more so the next time you hear someone say i'm i'm a stay-at-home mom i want you to realize that it is so much that comes along with that title not just staying at home actually I think the title is a little misleading. I watched this TED Talk one time that discussed how the title of being a stay-at-home mom is very misleading. And I absolutely agree. Um, And in the TED Talk, the speaker was talking about how we don't call an accountant a sit-at-the-desk accountant or give other job titles that extra, you know title at the beginning instead of just calling us moms and that's what we do is our job we're just a full-time mom so what I like to do is when people ask me what I do I always say I work from home that's just the easiest way to put it I think it's fun and that's literally what we do we work from home and so I would just like to tell all the moms out there, whether you stay at home or even if you go out and you work a full-time job, whether you're a single mom, which I have much respect for. My mom was a single mom. She raised four of us on her own, and I don't know how she did it now that I have kids of my own. I have so much respect um, for my mom once I started having kids of my own. I was like... Now I see why you grind and hustle so hard to to make sure we had everything that we needed because you were doing it on your own. Um, but with that said, I would like to tell everyone out there that it's okay if there's dishes in the sink. It's okay if you have the kids' lunch 
dishes on the table at dinner time because you're busy around the house doing stuff, making sure things are getting done outside the house, making sure getting things are done. It's fine. We are not perfect. You just have to breathe in and accept that we are where we are in the space that we are in and just enjoy it. Flaws and all, no matter how ugly it may look, no matter who complains or talks about it, no one knows your life but you. And that's the one thing that you just have to be comfortable with. Because I did, honestly, I went through a time where I was exhausted, especially my first trimester. And I was just too tired and too sick to do anything. And I used to feel so bad. You know, mom guilt is real. And we all deal with it in some capacity. But today or find some time to release that mom guilt and let it go. It is not worth it. We do the best that we can. And let's just be honest, we're making it up as we go. Every day is an adventure. And as we go from day to day, we just take it one second, one minute, one hour at a time and do the best that we can. So it's just about, I would say it's about setting that list of priority. Like, what is important for you today? What should your day look like? So I always try to put a list of importance. Like, what do I absolutely need to get done today? And that's what goes at the top of the list. And something else may go at the bottom of the list. That's just what it is. And I like to say for me... Um, in our household personally, because I am a military spouse, uh, we don't have gender roles, like the traditional gender roles. Like he takes out the trash or I wash the dishes. You get in where you fit in around here. If I don't have time to wash the dishes, you can wash the dishes. I can take out trash. He can mop the floor. I can vacuum. You got to work together. If you have kids old enough, find ways to um, to get them involved in getting, making sure housework and different things are done. Let it teach them responsibility and also teach them that, hey, you have to work to keep things that the way that they are and that it's just life. I know that I'm bouncing around all the pl- we're all around the place, but something just came to mind. So I understand that there's more than just stay-at-home moms. There are also stay-at-home spouses. Men also, men that stay at home. So we're just stay-at-home spouses. So I would also like to say I know that sometimes we have the little thing where our spouses come home and everything looks chaotic. And they're like, what happened? Like, what did you do today? Um, I listened to many, many programs. And one thing that I got from one of the programs that I listened to was talk to your spouse and find out those top three things that absolutely must be done. If your spouse say, it's like when I come home, um, I would rather not see dishes all over the place. That's like my number one thing. Then just try to make sure you have dishes in the dishwasher or washed by the time they get home. Or if your spouse says, when I get home, I would just like 
five minutes to myself that's like my top number one thing then when they get home try to have the kids in a separate room try to give your spouse time to like cool down relax for the day give them 10 solid minutes to get out of work mode and get into home mode and then go on with the day but just just talk to your spouse and ask them what are their top three things that they absolutely need to have done in order for them to when they come home they they don't feel like they're walking into the chaos of what is our lives daily that is something that was very helpful that i took um and the program that i was that i'm referring to is focused on the family i absolutely love that program they have such good parenting advice they have um just it's just great and they also have for if you have older kids they have this wonderful series that's called adventures and odyssey it's not a cartoon it's a um you listen to it so it's audio and that way it revs your kids um imagination i would like to mention though it is uh, christian based and it is bible based so they are going to get to know different stories in the bible and get to know about who the lord is and stuff like that so that is one disclaimer i would like to put out there but me personally i love the program um, for myself because my girls just aren't old enough to listen to it and appreciate it right now they watch bible adventures which is another great show but it's a little cute little it's almost like blues clues but for bible stories and teaching bible lessons and we watch that on youtube but going back to the whole spouse situation see i got off again my mind is just everywhere mom brain or just parent brain is a real thing and guess what we can't help it so let me reel myself back in just talk to your spouse and find out what those top three things are i feel like that would be very helpful another thing that is helpful for us stay-at-home parents is to find time for ourselves. Don't be afraid to find time for yourself. We love our kids, but we cannot focus on them if we aren't even running at 80%, honestly, because we don't run at 100% all the time. You need to be running at least 80%. If you're on zero, you're really giving your kids the worst of you anyway so you're probably yelling and fussing and cranky and all kinds of other stuff so let's just focus on building up our mental space whatever that looks like for you if that's prayer if it's meditation if it's reading whatever it looks like for you take that time spend that time to work on you get out the house take a walk um, I usually get out the house in the morning and throw the girls in the stroller and take a walk around our neighborhood, put on my headphones, listen to whatever podcast or book that I'm listening to at the time. And I just completely take that time to clear my mind, be in my own space. That way I can be the best that I can be for my kids. That way I can go in the playroom and we can go in the playroom and we can learn our numbers and we can learn letter recognition and we can do our sensory play and we can do all that stuff. And though I will be burned out at some point, that's where nap time comes in. 
I'm a big proponent of nap time because I need my nap at this point. I'm tired half the time, and that's where I get my revamp energy to get keep moving with the kids. But don't be afraid to get that time to yourself. And if you have a spouse, it's also important to share special time with your spouse and make sure that when you go on date nights or if you're just laying in the bed talking, try to have some time where you're not talking about um, work or school or the kids or just try to find that time to really get to know your spouse because no matter what, there's always something new that you can learn about someone and you want your relationship to be um, cohesive and not constantly feel like a business meeting when we get together we're having a business exchange and all this is all a part of being being able to be a good parent just in general um and especially for those of us that are home because anything that's external anything that can feed into us all of that is really 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 good just like someone who goes out to a job and they need that time to wind down like for their lunch break or whatever we need the exact same thing so that's why i always say that the term stay at home is misleading because as a job we require the same necessities lunch breaks timeouts vacation all that we need it all we need every single bit of it just like people who go out of the home and work and with covid going on let's be honest a lot of people have become stay-at-home parents a lot of people are homeschooling now. A lot of people are working from home. So they are really understanding what it means to fully like be home with the kids and do everything like that there needs to be. I know for my family the best thing that ever happened is I was I was active duty for eight years and then I moved over to the National Guard. And when I was in the National Guard we got activated to go somewhere. And at this time, we had just had our one child, um, our oldest, Allison, and she was about six, she was six months old. So I made sure I had enough milk. I pumped and everything to try to cover them for while I was gone. And when I got, when I talked to my, talked to my husband on the phone, he would always say, oh my goodness, like now i truly see like what you do at home i made sure i wrote out everything for him what bills needed to pay be paid what time of the month all the passwords i had everything set up i had a whole plan of how to do you know the cloth diapers and how to do everything i had everything written out for him and he was just like i can truly appreciate what you do as a stay-at-home mom now now that i had to step into your shoes so sometimes that helps too if you can go on a little mini vacation and leave your spouse home with the kids and let them kind of see what you do, you know, day to day, trying to keep them entertained because it is a job in itself to keep kids entertained, especially a three year old, a two year old. They're 
They're very interesting, but I love it. I love every moment of it. And I'm not just saying that because of the podcast. I truly enjoy every moment with my kids and my tires sometimes. Yes. Do I get sick of the tantrums? Yes. Which I've heard tantrums last in the teenage years. And wow, I think that's going to be very interesting for me. And my husband, like, I, I, mm, hmm, hmm. That's all I can really say. Because all my friends, they're like, oh, the tantrums don't stop now. They follow into teenage years, so get ready for it. So I guess that's something I have to prepare myself for. So just to recap what we were talking about into, you know, in this episode, we were talking about how being a stay-at-home parent, the, just the sound of it, is misleading and that when anyone comes to you about misconceptions or they give you that weird look about being a stay-at-home parent, that you feel confident in what you do, whether it's for if you're trying to stay at home to save money because daycare is expensive or you're just trying to or you just want that one-on-one time with your kids and your family can afford for you to stay home no matter what just you know feel comfortable in your space and explain to people that just because I say stay at home does not mean that I sit at home and do anything and feel proud in knowing that you're taking that time to nurture your kids nurture your family and that you're just working from home it just looks different from what it looks like with everyone else also be confident in where you are in whatever stage and whatever mess and madness and whatever it is flaws and all just be comfortable where you are be know that you are strong know that you can get through it this is only a season it only lasts for a small period of time the kids do grow up or if you don't have kids because there are stay-at-home spouses that don't have kids but it is just a period of time everything passes everything has its time it's okay if things are a mess it's okay if clothes aren't washed it's okay if you forgot to go grocery shopping long as you got something that you can throw together as a meal it's okay don't be so hard on yourself love yourself if you need to go and get counseling do that there is no shame in counseling and getting therapy for maybe past things or things that's going on now sit down have that time talk to your spouse about what's important to them let them know what's important to you and just make sure to take a vacation make sure to take that time every day to just breathe and clear your headspace so that you can be the best version of you for not only for your kids but for yourself and for everyone else. And that was today's episode of Mama Who. Once again, I am Latasha. I will try to be I will try to do recordings every week. I can't promise you guys anything. I am going to say let's just make this promise. Recordings will be A new episode will come out every two weeks. And that way, if one comes out every week, you can be just as surprised as me. Because guess what? Momming is hard. And that's just part of our day-to-day life. Sometimes we can get it done and sometimes we don't. I wish everyone a wonderful rest of their week. And have a wonderful time. And just enjoy and soak up being 
the best parent, the best person, the best spouse, just the best everything that you can be. And don't be afraid to step out and do something that you love today. Bye-bye.